0: hi from your two favorite swans here it's between two swans podcast i'm andrew
1: and i'm stephanie
0: and today we we're gonna have a
1: swan call i mean
0: i looked for one yeah. i could not find a, a swan sound yeah i wanted to have one of those crazy ones that we could yeah but i can't find it. okay
1: sorry <laughs> interrupted you
0: uh we're gonna talk to you guys today about headlines uh, we kind of briefly touched on it on our previous episode, um, and there was a rabbit hole that almost got open there. I know. So
1: that's my fault. <laughs> I
0: I know that from um, you get two perspectives here, right? Like I am very young in the industry. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that I learned to do for SEO was you are
1: calling me old. Uh,
0: you are I'm older. You're not as young as I am.
1: Okay. <laughs> continue <laughs>
0: um, one of the first things that I learned was you know let's make sure we have h1s h2s h3s so I learned how to you know inspect a page to kind of see without using tools if those were present right um, they do have importance in SEO mm-hmm. um, but what what do you think what because we, we almost got into a uh, you almost mentioned that there's kind of two trains of thought.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really, I mean, it can be argued that they're not as important to some of us, but I still believe that they hold importance. Um, The godfather of Google SEO and search, uh, John Mueller, uh, he stated, I don't know, three years ago, uh, something about headlines, you know, don't really matter, right? And so then, um, Neil Patel, who I follow and love to hear his insights, um, shared that he did, he tested that theory and it, you know, he proved that while yes, it doesn't really matter. It's still important to have headlines. So what are the purpose of headlines? Um, In my opinion, it's like we mentioned in the previous episode, it is the way to create some hierarchy. It's a way to um, draw attention to the important pieces of information on the page. Um, It's also a way to be a featured snippet uh, for that block of information. Um, So, when, again, we brought up the analogy of, of a website being kind of like a library. Uh, so if you think of that piece of information, like say a blog post or a pillar page of content, then you could say that maybe that is a novel or a novella. And um, in any novel, you would have chapters, right? And so if you're creating a, a piece of information, you would want it to be organized. And Google loves organized content. And so in my opinion, I believe headlines are far, far more important than what some other seos might argue
0: well i guess in my mind the way that i look at it is and and i guess you kind of hit on it with the organization is um if google is looking at your website Mm -hmm. and let's say we're we both um bikes is the first thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. you know we both sell bicycles and somebody is searching for bicycles you have headlines i do not which page is going to which page is going to rank higher
1: I think the one with the headlines,
0: right? Yeah. So I, I guess in my mind, that's kind of where I'm like, if that's the case, then just always use headlines. Right. Can you overuse headlines?
1: Yes. Yeah, you definitely can. I've seen it happen, especially when they're just not relevant. Like your headline actually should be informative in some way, like calling out the next body of text so you don't just put a headline in to put one in. Like I, I, I saw recently a page that had a quote as a headline. And that is not best practice. It, it just doesn't even make sense in writing. So um, think of like back in the day with um, the newspaper. What captured your attention? The headline.
0: I don't even know if it has to be back in the day. I think headlines still captured. Well, attention, right. You know? But
1: when you scanned a newspaper because right. I'm old, <laughs> you looked at the the full page and now my mother would read it from top to bottom, side to side.
0: But well, that was also her profession.
1: Right. She was a journalist. So for me, when I looked at the newspaper, being younger than she, I would be like, Oh. What did the president do? You know, like what was that headline or what happened to draw your eye to that piece of content? So that is really where I think that's why I think headlines are important. Um, Now that when you get into H3 and 4 and 5 and 6, do they become uh, watered down? Yep.
0: Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. What's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, the the law of diminishing return. You know, that, I think that that's probably, I, I in my opinion, like a, after age three.
1: Yeah. But if you think about a, a pillar content, right? Uh, well,
0: we, we've mentioned that a few times. Yeah. But for for people that aren't versed in that, what, what is pillar content?
1: Pillar content, uh, in my opinion, would be something that like you are known for. That is your primary service or your um, what you want people to remember your organization by that when you are talking about that, that becomes pillar content on your website. And so for us, uh, there's a couple, um, when it comes to it, like the Google ads grant, anything that involves Google ads grant generally could be considered pillar content. Now it is not necessarily designated that on my website. However, Um, Any content around that Google ad grant would then become like cluster content, right? And so when you're talking about pillar, you you want to have additional pieces uh, or pages, posts that align with that pillar content so that you can link to it, link out to it, whatever you want to do. You want to make sure that you're bolstering that pillar with content that supports that uh, primary topic.
0: Okay. So headlines on your pillar content mm-hmm. before I interrupted you is where you were at.
1: Yes. So when it comes to that pillar content, you don't want to have so many different headlines. Keep it simple. You know, what's the kiss method. <laughs> you, you don't want to overdo it. Um, Because that then uh, allows you the space to become that um, snippet, the featured snippet. And if if you really want to drive traffic, I think it's important to really, really craft that pillar content with the customer in mind. And the headlines are going to be super important, but you don't want to overdo it.
0: Now, do you only put um, headlines on just your web pages? You know, do you recommend? Um, I know that we try to put a couple mm-hmm. in blog posts, mm-hmm. but do they hold the same weight on a blog post than a regular landing page?
1: Well, so you know, one of my best blog posts was written in twenty nineteen. And there weren't many headlines on there. Um, but it is one of the top pages for the our entire website, which is bizarre. I didn't intend for that to happen. So I don't think in, in the scenario of a blog post, I don't think headlines are super important. What matters most is making sure that you are creating a headline, or a piece of content that is going to be adding more value for your audience than the average other competitor or person that's doing what you can do as well. So if I had a, we're a marketing agency, right? So if I have a marketing agency and Susie down the street has a marketing agency and she can do the same thing I can do, but I am creating content that is more intentional for my audience because we love nonprofits, right? And I developed that blog post with no idea that I was going to get, you know, hundreds of hits a a month. Um, you know, that there was only two headlines in that p- article, mm-hmm. but it worked. Right. So what sets it apart? The actual value of that information. And if you can't create value in what you're posting, then don't post it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think that I always keep coming back to it, you know, the intentions, right? Because mm-hmm. when you develop that content, it was you you knew what the customer, you kind of put yourself uh, in their persona and what their journey would look like, what are they looking for, mm-hmm. and you kind of wrote to that. Um, I do think that the way that I envision it, you explained it to me very early on, is, is with crawlers. When uh, mm-hmm. a, a search engine is crawling a website, it's like this spider that's crawling over the website, mm-hmm. and it's going to pick those headlines up. Yep. first um yep. and it's going
1: in those keywords that right. are intentional in that headline like you know when you create a focus word on or or text for that page if it's not listed in that headline in a in a useful expert way then the spider ain't going to like it
0: well that's a good point a, a useful and expert way because you can actually be dinged. Oh yeah! For keyword stuffing, so right. throwing a headline up there with your three favorite keywords that you want to rank for, you know, it, it may work one time mm. before Google picks up on. Oh, this is definitely stuffing. We're we're gonna ding this site. I
1: think they've gotten so good at it though that that's why um, you you see content not performing as well as like say a year ago. Um, I, I think they're detect they're way better at detecting um, junk, useless content. So again, yeah. that's where I I kind of I love creating those those pieces of work that are going to generate traffic. But if you don't have value and you're just posting to post so that you can be uh, uh, active and showing that your, you know, your freshness score or whatever is up there. Um, I would just, you know, kind of tell you to, to pump the brakes a little bit and think about your content strategy and plan because it's not necessarily going to work in your favor.
0: Yeah. I I think, uh, with the algorithm update that came out in what September, when I was trying to read up on that, it, Mm -hmm. you know, They've been fighting spammy. It's kind of weird because they they define it just as like kind of just spammy looking, but there's mm-hmm. really no definition of spammy and keyword stuffing. They've been uh-huh. fighting that for a long time, but well, it, yeah, it is since getting harder.
1: Well, old days, you know, back in the day, back in my day, <laughs> um, that you know keyword stuffing was real, and it it like <laughs> I remember. Um, I worked for a new home builder and I was building websites for their new developments. And, um, they were like, well, you know, I read this article and this was like the CEO who was like, probably, I don't know. He probably wasn't as old as I thought he was. He was probably my age now, but anyway, he, he said, um,
0: you're not salty at all. <laughs> no,
1: but it was funny. Cause I, it, he, you know, he had a lot of great hair. I do not have great hair. So anyway, um, I digress. The, the the conversation we had, it was like, well, I read an article that we need to use as many keywords as possible. And these are the ones that I want. And it was all like luxury home and luxury builder and blah. And, and, and literally there's no way to create copy that in, in, at that time with the amount of terms that he was providing me, there was no way for me to do that nicely or, 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 uh, I'm an English major. I mean, I get that out of the way. Like I love writing. I love creative writing, but there was no way for me to be super creative with that at the time and, and meet his expectation, you know? So that's where you, you have to trust the SEO when it comes to developing content in, in, in a plan for, or strategy for you because you, you know, we're all proud of our business, right? If you're the business owner listening, you are proud of your baby. And I just would have to say, leave it to the expert because, um, there was a lot of keyword stuff, stuffing happening (laughs) within, in our conversation. I was like, I can't do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because I think at the time I am trying to remember which algorithm, what, what that one was called exactly. There's, there's, I thought oh. of
0: a joke. I just I want you to know that I withheld that joke.
1: Okay. But <laughs> um yeah, my my memory is um old. Anyway, the there was you know several things that came about in the early two thousands that just restricted all of that practice. And uh, nowadays you really have to um, be up to date and in, you know, on the trends of what's happening. And, um, I would encourage you to embrace AI and chat uh, because it's a great way to help create content, but don't let that be the only thing you share on the page. Like take that content that is generated and put your touch on it. Put your business on it. Do not copy and paste. That is going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your visibility. So when it comes to creating headlines, content, anything that you're you're hoping to make an impact, um, embrace technology and be willing to... Um, to add value
0: i can see uh, google probably working on it now as a way to scan the content and see if it was just pulled from GBT cheap uh chat gbt mm-hmm. uh p t i still haven't figured out all <laughs> chat of it.
1: gpt
0: i also don't enunciate so bs yes. and bs sometimes sound like the same thing yeah uh but you know, to your point, you know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I was I was waiting on you to it, see if you were and weren't. But uh, yeah, you know, it's plagiarism at that point, and I anticipate that within the next algorithm update or two, that there's going to be some type of, um, you know, ding from Google for for just copying and pasting verbatim.
1: I, you know, I am not certain that the technology is there to detect it, and I I mean. It could be a while before we see anything like that. I don't think it's going to negatively impact. Um, and I was just listening to another podcast this morning. Um, I, I really, I don't know. I, I
0: Well, they, they I have technology you, already. Mm-hmm. I know it at the universities where they can scan pages, you know, and see how, what percentage of it right. is, is plagiarized. Right. So I imagine that. You're probably right. It's you know there there is technology that has to be developed to scan that, mm-hmm. but I don't think that we're as far off as as you might think. I
1: don't know because that a lot of the stuff that the content that's being created through AI and and Chat GPT, it or Jasper, what, whatever source you're using uh, for that content generation, um, it is so human like. I don't know that it's detectable. I, I, and I, I.
0: But it's pulling that information from other resources on the website. Yes, correct. There's got to be something, and (laughs) well, that's it is
1: masterful, and that's why I encourage anyone in the marketing industry to stop being afraid of it, embrace it, get with it, because when we fear technology and progress and innovation, is when you're basically making yourself a dinosaur. <laughs> uh,
0: I wish you could all see that look that I just got. Um, so back to headlines. Yes. Uh, one thing that, that I've noticed um, is, you know, some builders might have something. So, And I'm in the mindset of mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a small nonprofit. I'm working on a website, mm-hmm. you know, in-house, but, you know, I don't have a whole lot of experience. Um, what is the difference if it says... You know, your title goes here and an H one. Is there any difference? Or do I need to make that attempt to say, nope, this is an H one heading? Uh
1: well your title that that's how the page is going to be you know typically labeled on search results. That that primary like line when you type in something, it's the bold top mm. of the, the result, right? That H one um could be a featured snippet. Um, it could be also your title. Um, it's multifaceted. It doesn't necessarily have to match. Uh, I actually like to kind of play around a little bit. Like I'll I'll make my title, and then my first H1 um, is going to be, you know, something that I I try to you know shake it up a little bit and see if it will capture more attention than the title so i i don't think they have to match cool but they can if you want them to i mean it's okay but it's going to be redundant right oh and i try to i avoid redundancy like even in blog posts from from our customers when i see words being repeated over and over like okay So you just got to get away from that redundancy. So I encourage you to kind of shake it up a little bit, see if that H1 is going to, you know, if there's another way to phrase that title that is a attention grabbing, then use it.
0: Yeah. I I think that uh, I know I'm guilty of it sometimes, but uh, I don't have as much creative juice as you do. But
1: Yeah. You're definitely not a wordsmith.
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: But that's okay. You recognize it. We're, we're working on it.
0: Trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to. So I have, I have Zoa, which on the golf course is my uh, my birdie juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in work, it's um yeah, just juice. Yes. It, it, some type of juice, whatever <laughs> task I'm working on, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Did we miss anything on headlines? Anything else you wanna add?
1: Um. think so I mean just keep in mind that again headlines are intended to help organize your content and if you want your content to be found on Google that Google will also or being wherever you're also going to want to have it very clear and understood about what you're sharing so that that is what the the point of having A headline or multiple headlines is it's to organize the page. Um, and I think it helps the reader and whether or not, if you agree with John Mueller or not, or Neil Patel, whoever, whatever, you know, SEOs you're listening to, um, I would say that it's still good practice because when you land on a page, that's just all one body of text. It's hard to read. It, it hurts your eyeballs. It's like, it would just be like, you know, back in eighth grade when you're assigned a light in the forest. It was hard to read. Um, there weren't a lot of chapters. Organize your content. Make it easy to read. And uh, I, I don't think you can go wrong. Headlines are important.
0: Whatever I was assigned in eighth grade was hard to read. So. <laughs> oh, bless.
1: <laughs> We're going to pray for him.
0: All right, Swans. Thank you for joining us for another episode your two favorite swans. We'll see you next time.
1: Yep.